We really need new phones. T-Mobile will cover the cost of four amazing new iPhone 15s, and each line is only $25 a month. New iPhone 15s? It's better over here. Only at T-Mobile get four iPhone 15s on us and four lines for $25 per line per month with eligible trade-in when you switch. Minimum of four lines for $25 per line per month with auto pay discount using debit or bank account. $5 more per line without auto pay, plus taxes and fees. Phone fee 24 monthly bill credits for all well qualified customers. Contact us before canceling account to continue bill credits or credit stop and balance on required finance agreement due. $35 per line connection charge applies. Ctmobile.com. Hey, Rob Bradford here. I have set out on a mission with my good friend at FanDuel to prove what I have known for some time. Baseball isn't boring. Now I have a daily podcast to prove it with some of the most notable people in the baseball world screaming baseball isn't boring from the mountaintops or at least agreeing to come on our show. Players, managers, GMs, and yes, even the commissioner of baseball, Rob Manfred. It has been a constant wave of baseball's most powerful voices. So join the revolution. Subscribe and soak in baseball isn't boring. Listen on your Odyssey app or wherever you get your podcasts. You'll be glad you did. Attention terrorists. Hold on. Here's Tara's Daily Rant. Good morning, Lee. Hey there, Tara. Okay. Do you know what April 1st is? April Fool's Day. Mm. Yes. Don't buy your gun with a Discover card day. Well, there is that too, yeah. Yeah. So, um, as of April 1st, uh, Discover is going to apply code to you if you purchase something at a gun store. They won't know exactly what you purchased, but they'll have a pretty good idea what it was. They may discover there's going to be some customers leaving their business. Well, see, that's the problem. That's why I bring this up. The reason this is significant that Discover has announced that they're going to be going to this, which is essentially a privatized gun registry, or as close to it as the left can get. Think about it. This is exactly what they did with social media. Oh, we can't censor, but they can. We'll just make them do it. They're doing the same thing with the credit cards. Um, So Discover is actually the last of the big four to do this. Visa already does it. Amex already does it. MasterCard already does it. So if you buy a gun... Um, or you go into a gun store and you make a purchase. Maybe it's ammo, something else. They got you. You're on the list. And um, while they have not publicly said if they are or are not sharing those lists with law enforcement, you can guarantee law enforcement's going to have them. And by law enforcement, I don't mean good law enforcement. I mean the FBI. I mean the ATF. I mean people like this. This is the left finding a way to get that de facto gun registry uh, going. Now, there's something else they can do now. Lee, I, I was thinking a lot, a lot about this. I talked about this on Battleground podcast. Um, if you, you know, with people who have who've bought guns with these cards, maybe didn't hear the news. No. Once you got all the big credit card issuers who are doing this, um, so in other words, there's not a lot of good places for people to go to get another credit card to flee. What can you do? You can begin all doing all kinds of things, including canceling people for their past purchases. So you go to renew your card, you can't have it. Um, you can, you know, uh, go ahead and punish people in other ways. That becomes part of your, um, you know, credit rating for the purposes of, hey, what rate are you going to get? I mean, I can see a million ways they can use this. None of them are going to be good. So the last card to fall is uh, is Discover, and it's April 1st. So if if you are purchasing something at a gun store and you can, I would use cash. Oh, yeah. I would make, I mean, you, you have to. Or they, I mean, they're going to have you. Because well, there's going to be an effort to ban that, I'm Oh, sure. yes. Yeah. So, oh, that was the next thing I was going to say. They're going to go to that next, too. Yeah. That is totally coming um, because they want to, you know, just tighten the news, tighten the news, tighten the news, very much the way that they have with censorship. I mean, you can't say on 14 out of social, you know, 15 tech platforms, you cannot say what you think without them having their thumb on the scale. They have almost total control 
over everything, including one of those 15s, Google. I mean, they even, you know, influenced the search results. They're beginning to, as we have exhaustively documented here, cancel Republican Senate candidates uh, where you can't even find their websites. And the left, you know, having met with almost no resistance from Republican leadership, from Donald Trump uh, to Kevin McCarthy, zero resistance whatsoever from Mitch McConnell, who's never said a single word about it, even when his own Senate uh, you know, a Senate committee that raises money for candidates got canceled by Facebook. They didn't care. They didn't cancel the uh, the, the Democrat committee, the Democrat senatorial uh, committee, which is a fundraising arm of the Democrat Party, but they did cancel the Republican one smack in the middle of election. Mitch had nothing to say. He was cool with it. So the left, having gotten, you know, gotten very far with this, is bringing, well, you know, we'll just use private companies to go ahead and cancel gun purchases. And to attack and, and, and eventually, I think, cancel people who um, have bought guns, are buying guns, buy ammo. This is, this is going to, we're going to start to see the same kind of cancellation they've been so successful with with social media. It's very scary to me. At some point, the Republican leadership has to say, okay, we're going to do more than use this for fundraising letters. We're going to fight. And I haven't seen it yet. And we are running out of time. We are running out of time. They are weapon. This is, this is what happens in fascist regimes. Mm-hmm. This is the Benito Mussolini plan by the left. No, he was not a right winger. He was a socialist. Yeah, exactly. He's one of them. They've, see, they've even rewritten history. Yeah. He's a right winger. No, he was. He's a right winger because he was nationalist. Uh, the Chinese are nationalists. They're also communist. They're left wingers like you guys. Mm-hmm. This idea, well, if you love your country, you're a right-winger. Uh, no. There's a great video out there right now. Actually, our whole family has watched it on um, the Nazis and how they, my son sent it to me. He was fascinated by it. It's 40 minutes of exhaustive documentation of the fact that the Nazis were socialists mm-hmm. and left-wingers. And I'm like, I, do we, I, we, it takes 40 minutes to overcome their propaganda. So this is where they're going now. This is fascism. Fascism is not right-wing. It's left-wing, and it's, it's what they're doing at the same time, they are now depo- deploying openly. This, You know what this weekend was, Lee? This was the big, open-air, broad-daylight debut of Antifa as a terror group in America. This was a terrorist attack in Atlanta. Mm-hmm. There's no other way to put it. It was another terrorist attack in Atlanta. Yeah. This was not a peaceful protest that spun out of control. This was not a protest. This was a terror attack. And it would be called exactly that. If if a bunch of right wingers, Trump supporters, think a about this. A militia group, let's say that. Oh, a militia group. Yeah. Oh, that sounds scary, Lee. Yeah, which is actually constitutional. Right. Decided, you know, we're tired of the FBI uh, persecuting us. We're going to go firebomb the new headquarters that Lindsey Graham gave them money to build for the FBI, right? Let's just imagine this would happen, okay? How do you think that would be portrayed? Oh, it oh, would be a, it pe- be a 9-11-style emergent, national emergency. Oh, yeah. Oh, it's a peaceful protest that spun out of control with just a few Molotov cocktails and, you know, um, some bombs, homemade bombs being thrown at, at FBI agents. But, you know, it's not a big deal. It's just, you know, no, it would not. It would not. This is far more serious than anything that happened on January 6th. Mm-hmm. Think about this. They are firebombing construction sites in terror attacks in order to attempt to stop a police training center from being built. I, the there's no word for yeah, it. Outside of Atlanta, yeah. Outside of Atlanta, yes. just right happened in Atlanta. So um, this has been, this is, this is, I mean, this, you see the scenes from it, and it very much looks like 
something you would see from a war-torn area with a terror problem. Yeah. Molotov cocktails. I mean, that's straight out of, like, every third world chaos scene you've ever seen. That could be Mexico, Venezuela, you know, Iraq, Syria. Yeah. North Korea. Well, not North Korea. Nothing happens in North Korea. (laughs) Meanwhile, incredible testimony. uh, End of last week. This uh, was largely blocked out by the media. They can do that when they control the censorship at 14 of the 15 tech platforms. You don't actually get to know what the FBI is doing because guess who's running the censorship? The FBI. As we now know from the Twitter files, there's a guy by the name of George Hill. He is a retired supervisory intelligence analyst in the FBI's Boston field office. He recently retired, but he was around for this conference call uh, that they had um, with the head of all 56 FBI field offices, Steve Jensen. This was last year. Uh, He was at the time the chief of the FBI's domestic terrorism operations censor section. The Philadelphia office said Uh, They were pursuing individuals who'd posted on social media about being pro-Second Amendment and anti-abortion. Okay, neither one of those are illegal. Those stances are not illegal, obviously. Well, someone explained that to the folks at the FBI. Yeah. So a a sort of debate broke out on this call. There was, I'm pleasantly surprised, there was actually some pushback from some of those representing other FBI offices saying, look, that doesn't mean there's they're insurrectionists you know, seeking the overthrow of our democracy. In other words, okay, they posted online about being pro-Second Amendment and pro-abortion. Well, I've done that. Yeah, well, I've really, most of this audience probably yes, has as well. That's a lot of us. And um, would never think to hurt a fly unless we were, you know, somebody's robbing us in the middle of the night, you know, in our homes. I mean, trying to break in. We're good people. And so there was some pushback. Hey, you know, maybe we shouldn't just target people because they say pro-Second Amendment things on social media. And Steve Jensen, again, the the chief of the FBI's Domestic Terrorism Operations Center, pushed back and said, quote, I don't give a blank. They're all bleeping terrorists, and we're going to round them up. So this is more whistleblower testimony before Congress by George Hill, and again, he's the retired supervisory intelligence analyst. Wow. Just just think if um, the head of the FBI during the Trump administration had said that about some of the rioters during the Summer of Love. Yeah. I mean, that would have been... So, I mean, this is just another example of the dual justice system in this country. I didn't even get to the second part of what came up, what the whistleblower says the FBI was doing. Where do you hear that? That's coming up next, and stick around, 906. We have a major announcement, Lee. Turns out mm-hmm. the rumor going around is correct. 106.3 WRD is being canceled, but it's a good thing. FBI is not involved, at least not as far as I know at this time. We'll be right back. Stay tuned and tune in at 906. Terrorists want it. Hear the Terror Show weekday mornings on 106.3 WORD and the Odyssey app.